Welcome to the Two Robbies podcast on a Sunday fun day with games involving both North London clubs. I'm Robbie Earl. I've got my mate with me, Robbie Musto. He's coiled and ready to pounce like a petter check penalty save. <laughs> before we get to him, Musty, before we get to the games, I just want to read out a review from one of our listeners. We ask our, our listeners to review the show, but also tell us what team they support and why. And we've had a great response from Parker Huxtable, who says he loves the podcast, top quality English Premier League po- podcast. He's been a Manchester United fan for ever since he was four years old. He remembers getting up early, watching games with his dad. He's now 21 and his passion for the game's growing. And he sent us this, this message on February the 28th. And since that time, he said he's been to London and watched Manchester United play both Crystal Palace and Liverpool. So he saw United win. Glory, glory, Man United. So that's great from Parker Huxtable. Keep those reviews coming in and we'll read out the best ones as we do our podcast. So, Musty, to the games, mm. to the Emirates, first of all, to Arsenal, 2-0 up against Milan from the first leg of the Europa League. Important Europa League game to come on, on Thursday. So, I think there was a little bit of debate in terms of how serious they take this game. Would the focus be on the Premier League now as everything shifted to the Europa League? But I have to say, I was mildly surprised mm. with the intent and the focus from, from Arsenal today. It was a good game, wasn't it? I enjoyed mm. the game. I thought yeah. it was a competitive game. I think Watford did everything in their side of it to make it a, a, an entertaining game. Um, Attractive-looking lineup from mm. them. They certainly go for it with their lineups with uh, Avi Garcia. Um, but Arsenal were competitive. Yeah. They had to, uh, you know, take a little bit of physicality from Watford. And we saw what I guess you would expect to see from the very good players that Arsenal have got. We saw Mesut Özil. Um, controlling things in a game that was controllable from him. Yeah. Um, we saw Henry Mkhitaryan score a goal, assist a goal, uh, clever through ball for Aubameyang as well, who got, to, who got his goal. So mm-hmm. it's kind of what you expect to see from an Arsenal side that's got that many players. I think, like you said, I think the, the, the pleasing thing was there was a little bit of physicality involved. Yeah. And, it, and it wasn't they couldn't afford to stroll through this game because even though the scoreline says 3-0 and they absolutely deserve to win the game 3-0, mm-hmm. there were periods in this game where it was quite competitive and it was quite tight. And Watford at times gave... You know, gave them some real problems, but but yeah, I mean, this is a a, a good day, a good Arsenal. Um, the players that there seem to be, you know, lots of players hitting um, milestones a little bit, but yeah, like you, mate, I thought it was a sound, entertaining, uh, good game of football. I have to turn to to the the crowd in this one as well mm. because it, it wasn't full by any means. There was a little bit of kind of lethargy and, and apathy mm. maybe around the stadium. Didn't actually seep onto the pitch. But mm. is this a first sign possibly of, of Arsenal fans sort of making a move? Are they almost focused on on, the, on Thursday? It was Mother yeah. and Sunday where where people taking their mums out for a bit of lunch instead of coming to a game. Well, I'm afraid, you know, we shouldn't be... <laughs> an Arsenal home game, Rob, we shouldn't be making excuses for no. why the, the stadium's a third full. Mm. You know, it was the bad weather in the, in, in the last game. Uh, was it the um, the City game, wasn't it? Was it the City game where there was a poor-looking crowd there? They lost yeah. 3-0. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it, that's disappointing, and those reasons that you said could 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 hmm. be genuine reasons. But but a, a, a firing, a fully firing Arsenal side at home, you know, you'd think it would fill out. So so obviously there's still a little bit of discontent there. We know that there's a massive game on Thursday yeah. against Milan at home with a two nil lead from a really good away performance. So yeah, I think I think things are just taking their course, Rob. And and this was a good performance and, and a good day for Arsenal. But over the period of time, it looks like a lot of those Arsenal fans are a little 
little bit like mm, take it or leave it in certain games with Arsenal. Mm. They've been through the ringer for so long. You know, maybe finally now they're starting to say, you know what, I, you know, I, I can't face going there as much as I should be facing going there. So mm. that 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 was a concern. But I think to jump back on the positive, Rob, you know. Pedacek got his 200th Premier yeah. League um, clean sheet. I thought he's, he was excellent today. Mm. He made his save. So f- full kind of um, respect for, for Pedacek, who's been a brilliant goalkeeper for a long time. The, the way that he, you know, in that game against Brighton, that he owned up for mistakes in that in that game with his, his own uh, performance was, was classy. And he, and he deserved his good performance and his clean sheet today. Um, I, I think we should... I think Mesut Ozil deserves a little bit of a chat. I've just written down Mesut Mm. Ozil. Go on then, let's talk about it. Well, yeah, Justin, you know, he's got the quickest 50 assists in in Premier League history. Yeah, 141 appearances. Yeah, above people like Cantona, Burkamp, you know, some some real quality players, David Silva in in that list. Mm. Rebecca asked me, I think during the broadcast, you know, where I was with Mesut Ozil, does he do enough? And it's a tough one because his stats and his numbers tell you that actually he does produce. I think we often f- focus on Mesut Ozil, what he doesn't do, doesn't track back, doesn't tackle, doesn't do his mm. work. I thought, I thought today's at, t- at times he did one or two of those things. I loved when he had a real pop at, at Alex Iwobi for not playing a ball through. He was challenging his teammates to be better. And I think we've played with, we've played Robin, and, and I, I don't want to put thoughts in your head, but, but I, if I've got a player like Mesut Ozil who can do things that I can't even imagine in terms of football ability, seeing things, vision, touch and technique, mm-hmm. I'll do a little bit of extra graph for him as long as he mm-hmm. produces. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't have a problem with that. Mm. He's a better footballer than me. I'll work a little bit harder than him. Oh. But when he doesn't produce for me, that's when me and him are going to have a problem. And that's where I am with Mesut Ozil. If this team's well-constructed, and he does have to play his part when you don't have the ball, but he's not going to go into sliding tackles and win big headers and that. Mm. I don't have a problem, and I think that's when you get the best out of Mesut Ozil. So I'll tell you what. So let me, let me um, give you some personal experience here, because I, I agree with um, most of that, mm-hmm. but I think there's a, a difference that, that maybe we feel about the way he had a go at his, his um, teammate today. Yeah. You liked it. Yeah. I, 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 I wasn't so sure. I'll explain. Okay. So, uh, first of all, the bit about if there's a great player on a side that mm. can do stuff that I can't do, then then I, then I agree with that because I played with a little guy called Janino yeah, and he was a, a wonderful little player, Rob. Mm. Brilliant. I mean, the skills and stuff. I, so, I would graft my mm. socks off to get him the ball. Where is he? You know, at all times, I know where he is because I want to slip it to him all the time. Yeah. Now, the reason that I love doing that and I'm happy to do that is because, n- number one, he's a brilliant player but number two he was a great person he was a great person and and he would encourage me in, in certain times he wouldn't he wouldn't have a go at me yeah. and point the finger mm. or, or look at me he'd appreciate what you do though and, and, right yeah. and so okay so that that's why I think where we get into a difference here okay. with Meza Ozil and you can read that how you want to read it, mm. it uh, and, and we're all we're all we're all we can all take criticism and we, yeah, all, we, we all can all take a, yeah. a bit of a bollocking from mm. a teammate. But if I've got a guy in the hole in front of me that I think is rolling his eyes at times when we don't get the ball to him yeah. or, you know, he, he, he's, he's pointing, he's, he's facing, you know, he's looking up in the sky, throwing his arms around about other players. That's not good for team spirit. Mm. And I got, a, a, we had another player at my club called Fabrizio Ravanelli, who was a fantastic Italian striker, yeah. a Champions League winner with Juventus, came to our club and he had that attitude. Giannino was magnificent magnificent attitude. Mm. Ravanelli was a little bit like, you know, look at these guys I'm playing with. That's not good for team spirit. That wasn't good for performances. So I, I get you. And mm. if that little bollocking he give today yeah. um, was 
was in the right. Improve, you know, be better. Yeah, but yeah, if that happens all the time, if yeah. he's saying that to the same guy, rolling his eyes, then I'm going to lose my head and say, well, you, you know, I want more from you as well. So I, I think he played well today, Rob. Yeah. Um, but, but, and you say his stats, his numbers are really good. And I, and I don't doubt that. Of course they are. Yeah. This is a record he's making here. Mm-hmm. So, so in the games that he, that, that's more comfortable and, it, and the game comes to him and his Arsenal team have possession, they have, they, they, yeah. they're controlling the game. He's brilliant. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's one of the silkiest, left-footed, creative, through-ball guys we've seen in the Premier yeah. League ever. He's that good. It's just the difficult days, Rob. That the the away some of the away matches the bigger games where you're like is he playing here and he doesn't track back when you really need him to that's the problem I have with him and you know Arsenal fans might say well he's all you know you're always having a go at me you always moan at him mm. it, it, it might sound that way because I know how good he is and and just a little bit more body language a little bit more and we've seen it in games Rob we've done analysis on the yeah. show where we're like look at Ozil I think it was it was the derby wasn't it against Spurs yeah where, he was um, running back oh, and was, challenging like, that's I it I saw a bit of that today you do that mate yeah. and you're you're gonna be one of my favourite players in the Premier League it's just the certain games when you need this guy you need his quality and you need his his heart and his his mind as well you don't you sometimes don't get it. Um, but there's no question he's got as much talent as anybody in the Premier League in terms of his football brain, the weight of his ball, the way he, even the way he, blimmings, he passes the ball. The ball kind of floats over the yeah, grass. It's, it's just, it? yeah. yeah, it is yeah. beautiful. But again, that's just my frustration. And I just wanted to, to point out, you know, you know that, that little bit and the, and the camera went on him about mm. having this. Was that a, come on, mate, you know, well, you've got to do better than that. Or was it like, oh, you know, any, you know I, I, hear I don't you. know. I hear you and I don't know, um, but what I would say, and, and probably somewhere where we've criticised maybe Mesut Ozil and Arsenal in, in the past, they're too nice, it doesn't hurt enough, they don't challenge yeah, each other. So I know, I I know would, there's a balance. And, and there. then there's a balance, I think that's exactly right. If the balance is right, then maybe we're starting to see a little bit more from Mesut Ozil. How do you think Mkhitaryan played on, yep. next to him? I mean, I thought he gave the ball away once or twice a little bit cheaply, but mm. there's, you know, there's a definite connection there. He, he's a lovely assistant. If Aubameyang mm. makes good mm. runs, yeah. with Ozil and Mkhitaryan oh. in the team, you're going to get plenty you, of service. You should be, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, in... in in most of the Premier League games. Mm. Mkhitaryan is probably going to be a little bit like Ozil, Rob, where in the tougher games, maybe the more physical games, he he ain't quite going to do what we know he can do because he's not equipped to handle that sort of fast game. For me, he's slow starting at Arsenal. And I know that he and uh, Aubameyang they come into the side at a, a difficult time and I get that and, and, and I'm going to be patient with him because I think he's a fantastic player yeah. a goal and an assist today mm. more understanding and it, 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 it does look good when he's when he's in a little bit of space and he can face forward and he's got his ability and he's I think he's a brilliant player have we seen the best of him absolutely not and there was just a few moments in the first half where I'm sat there watching the game Rob and thinking to myself is he going to do it in England? Yeah. Is he going yeah. to do it? He's got is no it, excuses now, is there? You know, the, it's not the Mourinho's no, his no, team. It's not, the, not. The, the having to defend. It's a team that suits him, that has the ball, that's front foot, that's creative. I mean, there's no real excuses. Now we've got to really see that Mkhitaryan that, that was, you know, dominating football in Dortmund and, and be one of the best players in Europe. Unless, unless the, the, the slightly more intensity that you get in the Premier League, I think, than, than can, any can, other European mm. team. And that's just not me or you saying that. That's, players that have played all around that do say that I just you know sometimes wonder whether that just holds him back a little bit like some of the, even mm. today some of the, the challenges from those Watford players were strong and aggressive he's just got to overcome yeah. that a little yeah. bit and then his class will absolutely come out and he'll be a really good player for Arsenal had a good game today yeah I like him um, I just want to see a, a consistency and just on that 
consistency thing. I did write a few things down, Rob, about inconsistent players at Arsenal. Now, yeah. today was a good day for them. Mm. But if you want to be a, a Premier League champion or, or achieve the, the very best, have they got too many inconsistent players? And I just did a very quick little list of players that, that I think have been inconsistent for this football club. Ozil, yeah. Mkhitaryan, Granit Xhaka, Mustafi, and certainly Awobi. Yeah. They're players that can be brilliant and they can be, they can be awful. Mm. Mustafi is a good example of a yeah. defender. Not, it's it's yeah. not all about the, the talented mm. guys. They, 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 they do have a lot of inconsistent footballers. Granit Xhaka, another example of a, of a, of a Are different they players player. or they managers? Under different manager, could, could you get well, the, more well, consistent well, well, performances? Do you do, do you think, do, well, first of all, do you agree that those, that that's one, two, Some three, of them I don't think are good enough, are by the way. Some of them I don't think are good enough. That, that's the difference. Xhaka's, right. for me, not good enough. Mustafi, right. I'm not sure. When they heat, when the when they heat the battles on, I'm not sure Mustafi. So you'll say they're not good enough to be uh, consistent. Yeah, yeah, uh, and that's where I sit with with Iwobi. Not sure he's good. Not not sure. I'm not sure if Jacka, Mustafi, Iwobi were available to any other the, the top four or five teams in the league. They'd take them. I'm and Özil and Mkhitaryan. Özil Mkhitaryan, I think, are different. Mm. There's a little bit of inconsistency, but I think some of that comes from. The system in place, the the, the way the, the game's being played. I think if they were in the right team, I think you'd see more consistent performances and, and you know the quality that we know. But I, I I'm not sure that there's a title-winning team based well, on. Well, some, I'm some saying of the on, I'm saying inconsistent. You're saying not good enough then. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's where we, we might mm. differ with Arsenal. Mm. And, and that's maybe where Arsene Wenger, you know, he's bought these players. He's put trust in him in, in Arsenal. We trust it, as, as the, the banner says. But maybe some of these players are not well, quite good enough. They're international players. Yeah. They're internationals, these guys, some of these. So. Quick word on, 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 yeah. on, on Watford. Mm. Uh, Troy Deeney, who had plenty to say in the, in the reverse fixture when Watford yeah. beat Arsenal. And um, I, I thought, you know... He, Listen, he, the penalty kick and save by by checks on the same maybe it's karma for some of the things he said. Listen, mm. he, he's aggressive. He leads the line. He plays a certain way. I ain't got absolutely no problem with that. Sometimes you've got to fight fire with, with fire. Mm. Um, but he, he's he's a guy, isn't he? He leads the aggression. It's interesting. Uh, we were just doing a little bit. They, they go to Liverpool next weekend. And Liverpool will probably be a little bit uh, brittle after that that defeat uh, against Manchester United. So we'll see how he, how Watford go on up there. Yeah, I mean, after that, they've got Bournemouth, uh, Burnley, Huddersfield, Crystal mm. Palace, an, an easier run. I thought they were good, mate. Yeah. And, and you know what I, how I feel about Watford. I, I think they're a, a really well-run club. I'm not that bothered that they change their managers a lot. Mm. I, I trust in the owner and the recruitment of players. And I looked at their team and thought, you know what, there's a lot of good players out there. There's a lot yeah. of good players. Decorey's a brilliant player. Yeah. Capu's been a good player. Uh, he's yeah, signed a new contract. Yeah, Pereira's yeah. an ex lost a little lost bit a little of form, a little bit lost of confidence. Bit. Yeah, yeah, he's lost his way a little bit. Um, but they were lively. They yeah. were competitive today. Um, but th- I think that's the way that they play a little bit. I think we see that a little bit like Bournemouth that we're going to talk about next. Mm. I think they, they want to attack. Gracia wants to attack. Yeah. He, you know, he's not, he's, not, he's not parking any buses today. I mean, he's got Pereira for, for Mania from the right-hand side. He's got two front players yeah. in Richarlison and Troy Deeney. So I think that's the way it is. And sometimes you're going you're gonna to get wins mm. and sometimes you're going to get a bit, of a, a bit of a tonking. Now, today wasn't a tonking, but they're 10th place in the Premier yeah. League table uh, and doing Bournemouth absolutely fine. Bournemouth is also getting fine. Just wrapping up on this one before mm. we, we, we move on to Bournemouth's Tottenham, just from Arsenal's point of view, and there's no doubt now, and Arsenal Manga seems like he doesn't want to say it, but the focus is Europa League. He, he wants to, I don't know whether he, he feels he has a right to, to, to stick saying they want to be part of the Premier League but any problem with playing 
the likes of Mustafi, the likes of Mkhitaryan, the likes of Ozil, mm. who will probably all be, be required on, on Thursday night. Mm. Mustafi came off with a bit of a knock. We don't know how that is. I mean, any problem with that or...? Is, is that his prerogative? And, and as long as the players come through, they've got another game under the belt, they've got a win under the belt, and they're, they're ready for the, for the second leg? I think it's a good question. I think it's a good question. I know Ramsey and Koscielny were, mm, were, were the rested. The two that were rested, yeah. yeah. Um, but you're right. I mean, their their biggest chance of, of doing great in that competition is, is with Ozil's and Mkhitaryan. Um, so there's a risk to it, absolutely. But I, I just think it's, it's, it's a it's a... It's a funny road to go down if, if the game's in between these Europa don't mean games. You, you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know they don't mean anything, but if, you, if you're resting the, the, mate, yeah. the key players, I, I don't know. I didn't have a big problem with his team selection today. He's rested no, I mean a couple. They've probably got a couple of knocks. You, you can't, you can't. Sometimes it's better to play, them. isn't it, and keep a rhythm and win the uh, game yes. and have three and or four fitness. days get ready to go, yeah. and then you're looking forward to a big game. So, yeah. in the end, good day for, for Arsenal at the end. It's 3 0 winners against Watford. They'll look forward to the Europa League on Thursday night, where they're 2 up against Inter Milan with everything on that big game. Let's, let's go down to Vitality, to, to Bournemouth. Bournemouth won Tottenham 4. Plenty of drama in this one, actually. Mm. I thought Bournemouth started the game well, got 1-0 up, had a good tactics. Tottenham got back into it, and then it happened. The Prince, the King, <laughs> went in, got injured. I've got phone calls going to London. There's a massive World Cup coming. I, I don't know what, don't what, to, what to do. Uh, let, let's talk about the game first and, and Tottenham. Yeah. A few questions about how they'd react being out of the Champions League. You know, are they a team? Can they get over their humps? I thought their response and the way that a little bit of maturity in the game management in the end was commendable, actually, today. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think there's a couple of ways you can look at this performance. Um, we'll, 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 I guess we'll get to the, the good part and mm. the, the goals and everything else. You know, it goes back to what Giorgio Chiellini said about them, yeah. Rob. And he talks about their mental strength. And we've yeah. talked about that a lot. And, and I think there's a, there, there is a bit of an issue there in certain big games. But also what he said, they always give you lots of chances. Mm. And I just, I just, the first kind of 15, 20 minutes of this game, I'm looking at it thinking, you know, they, they are very open. I mean, Bournemouth yeah. looked like yeah. they were going to get a couple yeah, of two or three goals in the first five chances, or ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, you know, I, I think, you know, on the whole, of course, it's, it's it's really, really great what Spurs have done. I wonder if their football, have they, well, I'll ask you, I'll put it in a question to you, Rob. Have, have Spurs, in just a little, in a little way, forgotten about or focused less now on their defensive foundation and their work ethic? Remember the pressing yeah. and the team? Yeah. Have they gone away from that a little bit and a mm. bit more more about kind of the total football? Because I think there's been a little... Um, a little move towards that side of football and just maybe defensively, as we saw in the um, uh, in previous big yeah. games, and because of the, sorry, the Juve game, I'm thinking of Milan, the Juve game, have they just gone away from that little bit of foundation to touch? My, my answer would probably say no, if it's a, if it's a yes or no question. And, and, the, and I'll give you my reasoning behind it. I think that the back four at its best, when it's playing well, is as good as, as there is in, in the league. But they haven't been as good as, as previous years. I know Alderweireld's been out. Alderweireld's been out. Aurier coming in is not as good as no, natural defender. As uh, as on, on the other side, you've got uh, Davies and Rose kind of rotating. I think when, you know, when they're at their best and, and their, their best back four is in place, I think it's different, Rob. 
Sanchez at times makes a few rash decisions uh, next to next to Vertonghen. Mm. So I, I hear you, and I understand what you're saying. And, and, and listen, I, just I think to get to the very there's, top, there's you know? an argument there, but I think they're good enough to get back to that as well. I, th- I think there's enough there. I think listen, you know. Today, they, I, I thought their energy came through in their end, the end did. and it, their quality, thought, yeah, that, that yeah. running ability to, to, to withstand teams. There's certain teams, I'm not sure if Chelsea could have done that today. I'm not sure if they've got that, that running ability, mm. that, that athletic ability. So that's mm. something they know, and, it, and I think that gives you confidence. We, listen, we were both players who could get up and down, maybe where mm. we lacked on technique, we, we made up with energy. And mm. it's enough a confident booster when you know, you know, for 90 minutes, I can keep going up and down a pitch. And I think they've got that. Um, but I hear you with with the the thing. Are they trying to be a little bit play a little bit more football? I think it's a little bit more down to personnel than maybe tactic, and, and just a little bit more of a ruthless attitude, Rob. A mm. bit of a you know a bit of a like you know we, we're not going to go to Bournemouth and, and look like we're going to concede two goals. You know we are going to be winning at Juventus and we're going to look around at each other and say okay we know what to do now. Mm. We, you know just just that little you know it, it, listen you, you always try and think about how a team can improve. Um, and, and with Spurs, just to, to go from a really great, talented team that's yeah. done so much to winning, it might just be a mentality thing that's going to take them over the line. But just just more on the positive side, yeah. and it was positive today. Mm. I thought Deli Ali was good today, Rob. Yeah, I thought he was good today, like and himself, I've, gi- and I've given him I've given mm. him a little bit of stick over recent weeks of, of not being the guy that we thought he was going to be and, and, and looking, looking a little bit out of sorts. Yeah. I thought he was he got his goal today. He assisted for the second goal, I think it was, the cross uh, for, De- for Sun's first goal um, to make it 2-1. Mm. So he, he was good. I mean, there were some changes with Harry Kane going off. The yeah. system looked, to Sun me, came. looked a little different. Um, uh, but, but I thought Delhi was, 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 was very good today. Yeah, although he limped off with a, a, mm. what might look like something like a groin injury, so that's a slight concern. I mean, let's get to the elephant in the room because this is what people will be saying now. At one time it was called the, the Harry Kane team. I mean, the big guy's at, uh, looks like he, he's twisted his ankle at the moment. We don't know what the yeah. medical reports. Pochettino was saying, obviously, he'll probably go for scans tomorrow and then we'll, we'll know, they'll know better. Mm. But... If he, it's the same ankle that he injured early in the in the season when he missed about three four four weeks. Then came back a little yeah. bit early. He's a robust yeah. guy. He wants to play. Yeah. Can, can Spurs continue to be part of the top four picture? Can they continue in the FA Cup, which I think is a big competition for them this year? Yeah. Um, can they do that without Harry Kane? <sighs> I think they can. Of course, it won't be easy, mm. and players that step in have to be at the top of their game, like Son and and, yeah. and Delhi maybe, or maybe Yorente. Who else? Lamella maybe is a role for him now. Yeah, there could be a role for him. So I th- I think I think I think we're seeing now a, a, an evolution of the Spurs team because Harry Kane of of maybe a year ago or even more than that, like you're like, well, this so other players have got to step up. Well, yeah. they are stepping up yeah. now. They yeah. really, really are stepping Son, up, Rob, aren't they? Human Son has been, has looks a confident player. You know, he's happy yeah. to, to have a little bit of banter with the other players and not passing the ball. He looks mm. confident. Delhi, uh, Lamella is, is, is back to his best now and getting better. Ericsson looks like a Rolls Royce as ever in midfield. So I think that that's certainly testament of how everybody else has, has continued there. Um, just on the Kane thing, mate, and I know, I know, and stop me if we shouldn't be doing this, but we're always told not to speculate on injuries. Can, yeah. can we? Can we give a gut feeling on it? Can we give a gut feeling? Because we know what, what we know. Our bosses won't be listening. We can do it. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is our podcast, by the way. So, yeah. so we know it's the same ankle. Yeah. 
Now, we have been in the game. Correct. We, we played we've played. You know, we've done that lots of times. Yeah. Now, what yeah. I would say is this, and this is a speculation, of course. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll pre-announce that. Um, he walked around the pitch with a limp, but yeah. he wasn't in, He wasn't where he couldn't put any weight Correct. on it. Okay? Correct. So, in, in, you know, there was a time where you thought, you know what, is he going to come back in? Then he goes down the tunnel, everybody starts to panic, and mm. like, obviously he's not coming yeah. back on again. But I, Give me a number, Robbie Musto, weeks. Three, three weeks, max. Three to four. Three to four. Three to four. Which, you know, listen, from Gareth Southgate's and England's point of view, ain't the worst thing in the world. He has a month off. He gets a bit of finish. He comes for the last four or five games. I'm not sure he's going to be three. I I just, I I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. But I think max for me, three weeks. Yeah. You know with these things, Rob, that you can can run these off quite quickly. Mm. Depends on the swelling, etc. Depends on the player sometimes. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's Daniel's story. That's that's two years, isn't it? Yeah. So we're in agreement. This isn't isn't panic. I I don't think it's massive panic. I think it might be like you say. And and the good thing is, from Spurs' point of view, is FA Cup at, at the weekend, international break... Then it's April the 1st before they, they have Chelsea. So you thinking it could be ready for Chelsea April the 1st, which is about just under three weeks? Three weeks, yeah. Yeah, it could. Yeah, mm. yeah, I think it could. But, I mean, again, that, yeah. that's... That's, that's massive a, speculation. That's, that's, a, that's, that's two old pros theory. talking about yeah. nothing we don't we don't really know about yeah. in a medical situation. But, yeah, I, I'm with you. I don't think it's quite as bad uh, as... as, as, as it could be, or maybe as it looks, and, and um, if they can get him back. But in some respects as well, I, I'm just thinking, if I was in the Tottenham dressing room and I'm Deli Ali or Son or one of them guys, I'm starting to think, you know what, okay, the, 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 the big guy's out and we'll miss mm. him, but here's my chance now. I'll do a little bit. I don't want, you know, you want to show that you're a player and that, you know, you're not just reliant on, on one guy. So yeah. uh, chance for one or two other, others to step up and do their thing. Um but Bournemouth, hmm. any sort of disappointment for them? I, th- I thought they were well set up. I thought the tactics yeah. were quite good. I thought they were yeah. quite aggressive with their play. Yeah. Listen, sometimes teams are better than you. have more quality. Yeah. They've got more attacking threats. Again, yeah. I didn't think it was one of them where Eddie Howe will be pulling his hair out tonight. I think he'd be disappointed in the manner of some, you know, a couple of the late goals. But yeah. listen, they were going for the game. Uh, listen, I've said it before about Bournemouth that they they don't change to who they're yeah, playing against. Yeah. So there's going to be they, they play in a way that they can play every week, yeah. and that benefits them when they play against teams that aren't as strong because they're in a groove, they're in a pattern, they know what they're doing, and they they win most of those. Well, not yeah. most of them, but they win enough. And against the better sides, they're going to get they get a bit of a tonking like mm-hmm. they got today. They're open. They played four four two. Mousset and Callum Wilson yeah. up front. You know, you had Stanislas from the left hand side. Mm-hmm. You had you know, I, I I think so. That hasn't changed. I think what what's maybe changed a little bit, and I'll get your take on this that we we kind of you know that I, I think Eddie was brilliant you, you know, yeah, yeah, you know I, side, yeah, yeah. I think he's really really good um, but we've criticised him a little bit for the signings that he's made and they yeah. haven't made an impact to the team all, all I would say is this now I'm not saying that at least Mousset was brilliant today but Mousset played up front I think Lewis Cook, Lewis Cook didn't do it, bad, yeah. it, it is, is looking the, not the real deal, but he's looking at a, a, an absolute Premier League player as a central midfield guy. Mm. Uh, Jordan and I, we're waiting for him to develop. You know, Nathan Ake makes their defence better, another yeah. young signing. So maybe, Rob, that it's taken time, mm. but the likes of Cook and Mousset 
are starting to come into this team to freshen it up because that's what Bournemouth need. Yeah, it's been the exactly. same team for Blimmin for, for three years now. Um, I just thought today little signs that, you know what, maybe the signings will start to improve this team. Maybe. And as you say, listen, Spurs at home would have been great for points, but they've got West Bromwich, Albion, Watford and Palace in the next three. They could get six, seven points out there. They're, they're almost home and dry and they'll be in the Premier League next season. It's good season. though, isn't it? It's good, yeah. isn't it? Bournemouth, 11,000 p- people go to their home games. Yeah. They're going to be in the Premier League again three seasons on a spin Absolutely. for Eddie Howe. And it's a way they can develop the club and move forward. So, slightly disappointing day for Bournemouth. Uh, 4-1 defeat at home to Tottenham having gone 1-0 up, but wasn't the end of the world. Let's quickly turn our attention to Europe. I just want to get a few predictions for before oh, we go. We've got a big week of European football for three big Premier League teams. Manchester United play Sevilla on Tuesday, 0-0 on aggregate. Jose gets that one done, doesn't he? By hook or by crook. Okay, so it's 0-0. Um, so United are going to be incredibly cautious as yeah. normal. Sevilla yeah. are going to come out and as the, as the game goes on, they're going to, they're going to put more people forward and, 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 and it's, going to be the, it's going to be overload. It's going to be a classic counter-attack. United will win this game. I think they'll win this game um, I'm going to say 3-1. I'm, I'm thinking more of a 2-1, but I think they get it done. They get a third goal late because they get, of the Sevilla's. They, they get yeah. it done. Wednesday, Barcelona-Chelsea, aggregate 1-1. Where do we go, Mr. Musto? Well, I think Chelsea are capable of putting up a, a good performance. I think they're obviously they, they can be up for that game and they're the champions in England they've not had the same passion desire and drive this season in the Premier League we know that we're mm. seeing that but in this competition they can absolutely do that who starts that- a striker sorry just to, before you, you give me a thing who starts mm. a striker Giroud or Morata Giroud is definitely ahead of Morata now a ah, million percent I told He's you absolutely you'd come out to the big guy, didn't I? but he might he might you know with the way that they played in the first leg Rob mm. he might go with the three little guys again Hazard mm. is false nine. But as I was sort of saying, he doesn't particularly like that know, now, hasn't he? I but know. Yeah, but I'm not sure Conte is going to listen to him too <laughs> yeah. much. Um, but but yeah, so I I, I think Giroud um, is that he was unlucky the other mm. day. Yesterday we didn't yeah. really talk about it on our show yesterday, yeah. but um, I, I watched him and I thought he was unlucky at the post once, didn't he? Yeah, uh, and, and one cleared off the line. Talking, so I think yeah. it, sh- it probably should be him. But I think Barca might have a bit too much Rob yeah. at the new camp. You know, they, they've got that away goal. I think that's going to be really hard for Chelsea to turn yeah. around. I, th- I think Barcelona will go through. Well, what do you think? Uh, I think you're right, but I think Antonio Conte is another one of those who, you know, big days, big managers, been there a couple of times down the road. He might have a plan. He might have a plan mm. for Barcelona. Yeah. It might be yeah. tight, but you, you'd have to say Barcelona will be favourites yeah. now at uh, New Camp. Thursday, Arsenal, AC Milan. Arsenal can't make a mess of this, can they? Well, they can. And they've made a mess of these games before. Don't say um, wrong answer. Wrong answer. <laughs> yeah. The only thing I would say, and I'm not going to say this time, because of the Milan side. Yeah. The Milan side. I mean, I used to work on the um, on Serie A, mm. and Milan was was I mean, not always great, but not as as yeah. weak Average. as I saw uh, in that game against Arsenal. I was really surprised at how. Uh, weak Milan look compared to sides in the past. And I'm not just talking about the, the really, really great sides, but, mm. but yeah, if Fabio Barini comes onto the game that was struggling at Sunderland. So I, I think Arsenal, even though there could be some drama, yeah. they they will get through that. 2-0 up, mm. I mean, they, they will get through that because Milan is so average. Yeah, right there's the season for Arsenal. Making yeah, sure keep, they get in the Champions League for Arsene Wenger, maybe keeping his job. Yep. So, yeah. So look out for a midweek Euro podcast when we'll look at the big games for the 
Premier League teams, Chelsea, Manchester United in the Champions League and Arsenal tooling up in the second leg against AC Milan in the Europa League. So that's it from us, but we want to hear from you, our listeners. Firstly, we'd love you to rate and review the show by downloading the Two Robbies on Apple Podcasts. Tell us what you like, where we can improve, but more importantly, tell us what team you support and why. And we'll read out the best responses on our next podcast. So, Arsenal put three past Watford, Spurs go on better and put four past Bournemouth. I'm Earl, he's Musto, together with the Two Robbies. Thanks for listening and bye for now.